Welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community Podcast. Each week, your host, Trisha Stutzel, is highlighting people and organizations in our communities that are serving through volunteer work and giving back to make our community, country, and even the world a kinder place to live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community Podcast. My name is Trisha Stutzel, owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions and founder of Serving the Community Podcast. I'm so excited about the guests that I have on today. Thanks to Darlene Friday with Peachtree VA Services. She introduced us just last week. I've got J.R. Smith, who is the VP and COO of an organization called the Veterans Branch. JR, welcome to the show. It is a pleasure having us here. And, and hey, y'all, to everybody out there today. <laughs> All right. So, JR, let's just dive right into it. Tell me a little bit about your background and how you got involved in supporting veterans. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm that typical Gen Xer, you know, born in the 70s, party in the 80s and 90s and what have you. And, and uh, you know, was had a, a Vietnam father. Uh, you know, my dad was U.S. Navy, uh, Vietnam, 69, 70 into 73. Uh, uncle who was in the Navy, uh, grandfather who was big red one at the tail end of World War II. Uh, so grew up in a generation of respect your elders, respect your veterans, and, um, you know, just go make a difference in that dash between when you're born and when you die. Uh, been in sales and marketing. I just turned a big 5-0 this past December. Uh, been in some form of sales or marketing since I was 18. And, uh, you know, I've worked with my dad, very blessed uh, to do that for about the last 20 years being self-employed. And, you know, we started the Veterans Ranch out of a need of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. Uh, hearing horrible stories of what was going on at the VA at the time. They've made headway, I'll, I'll admit, but, you know, you can't fix a 50-year problem in four years. And uh, the veteran suicide rate of what we knew is 17 to 22 a day. So long story short, my dad always taught me to keep a legal pad by the bed in case you get an idea in the middle of the night. And I chicken scratch the word ranch. It's the only word on the legal pad we're going to frame the front page. Um, because I've had a lot of legal pads went a whole lot of nowhere, as we can all imagine, <laughs> right? And, uh, you know, a couple of weeks later, my wife and I were going to Bass Pro Shops. We stopped at Chili's for lunch. 20 Chili's napkins later, the ideas for the Veterans Ranch were born. And December of 17, we were a charity. Wow, that's so amazing. And the mental health, right, and the state of our veterans these days is it's very heavy. Uh, and for those of us who want to get out there and support them, you know, you put out some numbers that the numbers we know 17 to 22 a day, but we know, and you and I talked about this before the show that that's even higher. So can you talk about that mental health state uh, and where we're at today with those numbers? Yeah, absolutely. Our, our veterans, you know, they don't always have to be door kickers, SEAL Team 6, Rangers, you know, kind of thing. PTS goes a whole lot of different ways. Um, you know, a good friend of mine, Marine Corps buddy, he um, uh, he flew Ospreys or flew in Ospreys. And um, he spent his whole time in Honolulu. And, you know, in the early days of the Ospreys, they didn't, uh, they didn't like staying in the air. And one of them went down and had three of his buddies on it. And that creates PTS for him, survivor's guilt. You know, I should have been number four on there. 
Um, those kind of things lead to what we now know as 44 veterans a day committing suicide. A uh, recent study put out by Fox News about four months ago showed the eight states from Florida to Oregon um, that did the most accurate reporting is where we were at 44 a day. So just imagine if, you know, the rest of the states reported like the eight did. Uh, one's too many. But, you know, that's why we do what we do with the equine therapy. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the story on your website. So for the listeners out there, I'm going to encourage you to grab the link in the show notes and go out to the website and read the story on how this all came to fruition when we talk about equine therapy. So JR, talk to me about the Veterans Ranch and the purpose. Yeah, the, the mission from the jump has been very simple, but it's a complicated one at the same time because we are dealing with mental health. And it is to provide equine therapy services for veterans and their immediate household family free of charge. They sign their name on the dotted line. That's all the payment we need. We are not a conflict-specific organization. What does that mean? There's some organizations out there that are post-9-11 veterans only. God bless them if that's what they want to do. But our organization is if you sign your name on the dotted line, you're still kicking and you want to come play with some horses, reach out to us and, and let us help. Yeah, absolutely. And if, if for those of you listening who aren't familiar with how that might make you feel being around a horse, it is the most amazing feeling. So if you're a dog and cat lover, man, horses are just like big dogs. They're just amazing and they can really shift the way things are happening in your mind. Um, and I've seen it firsthand. It's great. So let's talk a little bit more about the Veterans Ranch, where you're located uh, and how people might be able to find you. Sure. We are headquartered here in Lakeland, Florida, for people that are unaware. Uh, we are halfway between roughly Disney and Tampa. So that gives you a rough idea. Now, what we do is we travel about a 15, 12, 15 county area of where we are here in Lakeland. Florida has close to almost 2 million veterans um, in the state now with everybody moving here. And north of 513,000 of those are in those counties that we travel. So we use other people's horses, facilities, and we put on weekend long clinics. And you can always reach out to us at theveteransranch.org and find out about those. We are also growing into the state of Texas. So we are now a two state organization. So doing the same thing there right now on a smaller scale because it's new there. But, um, you know, we, we just started, as I've said, we started in 2017. So we're now starting year six. Uh, so we're, we're proud to be trucking along and growing. Yeah, absolutely. We talked a little bit before we started the show about your ranch affiliate program. So can you talk about that and how people, if they have um, some interest in becoming part of what you're doing, how they might do that from the perspective of land and horses. Sure. We realize we can't own all the dirt and all the horses for, you know, there's 20 million veterans sea to shining sea. Uh, we can't service them all, right? So no man's an island. So we launched our affiliate ranch program here within the last year. So let's say you out there listening right now, you've got 10 acres, five, six horses, and you're not a nonprofit already. We understand, obviously, what it takes to start those and run those. So, um, But you want to help. You could be a proud patriot like myself. I did not wear the uniform, nor did my wife. We're the 99% that support the 1% that wore the uniform. 
you can actually come under our umbrella and operates like a franchise, but it's not a franchise. You're not spending 10 million for the golden arches and you can be us in your area. So Denver, St. Louis, Milwaukee, Minnesota, you know, wherever, you know, upstate New York, wherever you want to help veterans, you can come on board and you can be us in your backyard and get the support that we offer behind that and help the percentage of the veterans in your area that would want to take advantage of the programs. Yeah, I love that you're expanding outside of even Florida and Texas, but let's focus there because I know in 2023, you're going to claim some dirt. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, right now, uh, if you're in Florida, uh, reach out to your um, uh, representatives and senators in the state uh, in and around Polk County. Okay, if you're in and around that area, tell them you want them to support the Veterans Ranch. We are now on the state appropriations list. Uh, if we make it past Governor DeSantis's desk, some really, really, really big things are going to happen where instead of serving about three to 500 veterans a year, we can serve five to 10,000 veterans a year in just one location. So that's massive uh, for Florida right now. And we're still growing beyond there because, again, there's 513,000 veterans just in that you know 12 county area. Yeah, absolutely. That's so exciting. So you can't do that alone, right? And not all of the money will come from one place. So you need people to help with donations, with volunteering. Let's talk about how people can get involved, not those with horses and ranches, (laughs) but those individuals who want to support this organization. How can they get involved, JR? You know, we're looking for a lot of proud Americans. You know, there it, it does, you know, it's it's a nonprofit. So it's kind of a captain obvious thing to say we need money, right? I mean, it just happens. You see them on TV every night, all the big dog organizations asking you for $11 to $19 a month. Folks, we're looking for 50 cents a day, $15 a month. Everybody can afford. You know, I understand inflation's tough right now. It costs me still north of about $120 to fill up my diesel truck. I get it. I talked to somebody in California the other day. They're still paying close to $7 for diesel. <laughs> I, I understand it's a rough world out there, but we're still buying pizza. We're still drinking beer and we're still going to, you know, the fast food joints. Okay. So, you know, let's take care of the ones that served us all. They gave up everything, you know, for what they, what we can sit here and do today. So you go to the veteransranch.org, you hit donate. It's real simple. It's $15 a month. You're talking less than $200 a year. And you can help save lives with 50 cents a day. It does not take a lot to save a ton. It it really does. I mean, we have 180 million working age people in this country. If I had 50,000 people given $15 a month, imagine what we could do over and above what we're already doing. Yeah, absolutely. So will you just take a minute and describe the workshop and how that really affects the person on the other side of the horse? Absolutely. Give you a perfect example of one we did last year. So we get you introduced to the horses, get you comfortable because we understand if you've never, you know, if you're, you're a city slicker and you've never been around horses before, just the kind of size to weight ratio can be intimidating. So we want you to start getting comfortable with the horse. We're going to put a grooming brush in your hand because horses are pack and prey animals. They're inherently born not to trust anyone. They want to know, are you going to hurt me? And can you take care of me? That's all they want to know. 
You'll spend your whole life doing that with your own horse. Imagine one you just met five minutes ago. So in grooming that horse, you're one, starting a rhythmic motion of getting out of your own head for a while. You know, in sales training, we used to always say, leave your baggage at the door. It'll be there for you when you get back. You know, <laughs> especially like phone salespeople. Boy, you can just hear it when they got to pay their cell phone bill. They need that commission, right? So in, in this regards, we want there to be less baggage for the veteran to pick up when they go back, right? We want them to start laying down heavy coats of burden, walk off into an improved version of themselves. After we get them comfortable with the horse and the horse is comfortable with them, because now your hands are on each other, right? And you're learning about each other. We'll put you in a round pen and we do what's called liberty training on a small scale. There's a whole lot of levels to liberty training. It's you, a horse, a round pen and a training flag. No halters, no lead ropes. You cannot tug on that horse and make it bend to your will. You have to connect with that horse. We had a young man. Uh, we had three veterans, by the way, give up their turn to after lunch because they saw the importance of what this young man needed to do. We had him in the round pen for an hour and a half. We're trying to get him to relax. And everybody out there watching this, if I told you to relax a dozen times, you're going to what? Do the opposite. And he thought he was whispering and he goes, I am relaxing. His jaw was so tight. And she pinned her ears back. She goes the other side of the round pen. He wanted to give up and quit. Well, again, long story short, an hour and a half later, we had him going shoulder to shoulder around the round pen like they were two buddies going to have a beer and go the other way. And we even got this horse to trot with him. Okay. Now, again, that is a major trust thing because now you're changing what you're doing. It's like, whoa, hang on. What, what are they doing? They're, they're picking up the speed. She trotted three paces with him and he didn't think that was much. So you have no idea how much trust it took for her to do that. We got him back to the center of the arena and we taught him to shut down. Horses learn in the release, not when you're training. And she starts licking her lips. I said, you see that? You know, she's learning. She likes what she's doing. You're not telling her what to do anymore. And I said, shut down. And he had a ball cap on. So, you know, he goes like this and just kind of slouches a little bit. Within five minutes, she comes up and puts her nose right in his chest. This young man melted like he was two. Okay. And we found out later that night, because we always do a campfire event. We have you write down in a notebook some things you need to let go of. Because when you write with intention, it sticks more than just, you know, us doing this all day long, you know, twiddling our thumbs on our phones. He throws the pages in the fire. And when the words burn, they're gone. You got to let them go. Now, we also understand that if it was all that easy, we'd all be out at a campfire at the end of every day. <laughs> but it is, it is the first step in a thousand mile journey, right? And that sharing that night made two other veterans share. And I was the only civilian sitting around the fire that night. And it humbles the heck out of me and my team every time that happens. Because, you know, again, my wife and I were patriots. We wear cowboy boots. We didn't wear combat boots. So it's hard enough for veterans to share with other veterans, much less civilians. And I'm here to tell you, there was a lot of man hugs trying to hide the tears. But there was a lot of great things that went on that night that made some breakthroughs. He said, I'm not really a crier. But when that horse touched me, it was a watershed moment. I had no control over it. That's the power of horses, folks. And if you've experienced that, you're all out there looking like a bobblehead going like this. But I tell you, it, it, we call them God's majestic animal for a reason. They're amazing. Yeah, they are. Thank you for sharing that story. And 
gosh, I, I love horses. I grew up around horses and they can move you in those ways. It's not just one story, right? It's thousands of stories of that happening. Thank you so much for bringing this organization to our veterans. That means so much. So in closing, I know you have a big gala coming up in April. So talk to me about that and then we'll close the show. April 8th, folks, Easter weekend, 2023, go to theveteransranch.org. You'll see a tab right at the top. New announcements coming on a regular basis, but it's going to be in Pilot Point, Texas. So just about an hour north of Dallas, Um, just to tease you with a couple of the speakers for the prayer breakfast is going to be Governor Greg Abbott and Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. Um, That tells you what kind of level we're playing at, folks. So come on out. You know, you'll be able to buy tickets soon. So keep an eye on the website and uh, help support the ranch. If any businesses out there would like to be a sponsor at the at any of the events we're having at the gala, please reach out to us and be more than happy to speak with you about those about those opportunities. Fantastic. JR, thank you so much for coming on the show. For those of you who are interested in supporting the Veterans Ranch, all of the contact information will be in the show notes below. All you have to do is point and click and give money, give time, uh, sponsor something for the gala and Please bring more awareness to those veterans out there who may need something like this equine therapy that the Veterans Ranch is giving back to them. Thank you so much, JR, for being with me today. Oh, it is our pleasure to be here. It's our pleasure to serve the ones that served us all and look forward to great things in 2023. And that concludes this week's podcast, Serving the Community. 